0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Macklin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Standing in the Evil Day. Hey, before I get into the message, let me tell you something exciting at Igniting Hope Ministries. During these last two weeks here in November, we are doing a two-week special on our new book, The Culture of Empowerment, Business, and Organizational Version, 40% off on Amazon. You can find that book, The Culture of Empowerment, Business, and Organization Version. And we're doing 50% off on our Culture of Empowerment online course at ignitinghopeacademy.com that uses that new book. It's a 12-week course And we believe this is a season right now of leadership getting strengthened, of healthy leadership being created, about the culture of empowerment, how to champion people and how to build big people and not just a big organization. We're fired up about it. Pray with us about this. And this is great for leaders, anybody who wants to increase their influence, have healthy relationships with others. I see leadership teams doing this in businesses, in schools, other places. We wrote the Culture of Empowerment book, my brother Phil Backlund and I, uh, four or five years ago, and that book has been so well received. And this one, we've taken the Christianese a lot out of it and made it a book that we want to reach people of all faiths, all uh, persuasions, and make it even a bridge for people to come to the wisdom of God, to the heart of God. So that's the culture of empowerment. And by the way, even as I'm praying for the Igniting Hope family and those who are listening to this podcast, I'm hearing a few different things. I'm hearing, number one, Nehemiah chapters one through six is going to speak and guide many in this season. Number two, the story about David's mighty men in First Samuel 22, it talks about it. 2 Samuel 23, about them doing great exploits. The transformation that happens from the moment David met them to becoming mighty men. There's leaders here who feel like you have maybe, as David did, a motley crew, because it said in 1 Samuel 22, everyone who's in debt, distress, and discontent gathered to david the 3d people debt distress and discontent but they became mighty men there's people around you right now who seem to be in dysfunction but your belief in them is going to bring them breakthrough they're going to be loyal and they're going to create massive uh reformation and a few other things i'm hearing one idea is going to change everything for you I'm also hearing that doors are opening into the educational system, into media, through people who are watching. Some of you are already involved in those. Greater doors are going to open, and you're going to find yourself with the gift of prophecy and the the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge, and the Lord's going to open up great doors for you, government, government and media especially. Hey, let's get into the day's message, standing in the evil day. Ephesians 6.13 says this, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now, in chapter 6, in the following verses, it talks about the different pieces of the armor of God. And here it talks about the evil day. I believe the evil day is not a single day, but it refers to the times in our lives where we are facing circumstances that seem overwhelming. These are times of unusual pressure and challenges where we mainly feel we need to react to what is happening, putting out fires and dealing with seeming an onslaught of bad news, tests, uncertainties. And problems. The evil day can happen to us personally, as a family, a church, or even as a nation. Whether, whatever the case, after we have done all that we know to do, we stand. We stand. It says, and having done all to stand in the midst of those happening and believe God's working powerfully. Now, Let's look at the phrase, having done all. This implies we've done all that we know to do, whether it is prayer, actions, involving others, something else, speaking to mountains, etc. While we're waiting for the manifestation of the promises of God, while we're waiting for the answers to our prayers that we know are in line with, with the heart and will of God, and we're not seeing it yet, that's when we stand. And here's some keys that I believe uh, will help us and that help us stand well. Number one is keep moving forward. It may sound contradictory. Hey, I thought you said stand. Well, part of standing in our inner world in our inner being is to continue to move forward in in what God has for us the children of Israel in Exodus 14 were in an evil day you could call it that they had moved forward and then the Red Sea was blocking them in front and the children of Israel were chasing them down from behind and in verse 15 God says why are you crying out to me tell my people to move forward Red Sea's part for those who move forward and so the question asking what does it look like for me to move forward and it can be just simple things it can be cleaning out your car it can be continuing to listen to those messages it can be continue to stay in fellowship ask out what's it mean keep moving forward what's it mean for me number two is feed yourself faith and hope food Psalm 34, verse 3 doesn't say, oh, magnify the problem with me. It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. <laughs> now, as we increase our worship and intake of scripture and inspirational teachings, as we do that, then, then our perspective is going to go higher in the evil day, and we will even know what we're, what we're to do and what we're to believe. Number three is keep connected to others. Isolation makes problems seem bigger than they are. Let me say that again. Isolation makes problems seem bigger than they are. Elijah in 1 Kings 19, he was in a cave, physical cave and a spiritual cave. The signs of a spiritual cave is this, that what we believe is true is not true, even though it feels really true. He said, I'm the only one left. (laughs) It wasn't true. God said there's 7,000 others who haven't bowed the knee to Baal. But when we're isolated, we begin to get a distorted view of what is really happening. And and the distortion causes us to think the problem is bigger than it really is. Next, we speak life. These are keys to stand. Speak life. Hebrews 10:23 says hold fast the confession of your hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Hold fast the confession of your hope. Proverbs 18:21 says death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Romans 4:17 says God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that are not as though they are calling those things that don't exist yet, as though they did. Speaking life is powerful. Next is be generous and encourage others. We stand by being generous and encouraging others. As we find God flowing through us to bless others, it will help our own perspective. Next is pour your heart out to the Lord. Bill Johnson says read the Psalms. And find your voice in it. And just, you'll find the psalmist expressing how you feel. Be real with God. He can take it. Next, no, this too will pass. (laughs) This too will pass. Aren't you glad the Bible says that it came to pass? It doesn't say, and it came to stay. Then we bottom line things. We bottom line things. And this is a freeing belief. Here it is. Even if the worst happens, I will be okay. That's the freeing belief. Even if the worst happens, I will be okay. In Daniel 3, the three Hebrew children were ordered to bow down to a statue, an idol, They refused. The king threatened to throw them into the fiery furnace. They said, God is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, but if not, we're not bowing down. And they were saying, even if the worst happens here, we're going to be okay. And this bottom lining thing is so important in the evil day where we face The worst thing that can happen, and almost always it doesn't happen. Sometimes it does, but usually it doesn't even happen. I've shared the University of Cincinnati study that said 85% of what we worry about never happens. And the 15% that does happen, most people find a successful way to navigate through it. And then a couple more things to do that are keys to helping us stand Is avoid making major decisions or conclusions during the evil days. Because in those times, those are not times to trust completely our perspective. And we might be tempted to run from things rather than running to things. And then lastly, recommit to building your life on the rock and not sand. In Matthew 7, Jesus tells the story of the builders. One built their house on a rock, the other stand, and the rock represents those who are following the words of Jesus. The sand represents those who didn't. And when we go through challenges, and as we just assess our lives, and and certainly as we build our lives on the rock, as we build our relationships on the rock, as we walk in integrity, as we make Jesus the center of our lives and what's not our will but his will be done then that will get strengthened and even in the storms that will come against our house so to speak we will stand wow standing in the evil day and certainly we can look around and we can feel that nationally even globally there's some symptoms of an evil day and God's got the answer God's got the answer. We're doing every, all that we know to do, and then we stand. And I bless you today. If you are personally going through an evil day, you're going through a time where there seems to be an onslaught of, of negative happenings. I pray in the name of Jesus for you right now, for, for strength, for wisdom, for breakthrough for just a clarity on what God's saying. And I speak to mountains in your life, and I say, be removed in the name of Jesus. Wow, wow, so good to to just be with you today, to share this with you. And thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing. If, If our podcast bless you, tell somebody else about them. And remember, we here at Igniting Hope Ministries are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. It's very difficult to influence that which you do not have hope for, whether it's yourself, a family member, or a nation. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. (laughs) I used to tell the Lord, basically, hey, when all my problems and uncertainties are over, then I'll be joyful. Is that okay with you? He said, no, that's not okay with me. Because there's never going to be a convenient time to choose radical joy. And probably for most, if not all, who are listening right now, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) But let's stir it up. Let's stir it up through thanksgiving. Let's stir it up through delighting ourselves in Him, and He'll give us the desires of our heart. Let's focus on him, not ourselves. Our faith is not in our ability to do it right. Our faith is in his ability to complete what he started in us. I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that we're in a time of promoting our new book, The Culture of Empowerment, Business and Organizational Version, with our 12-week course on ignitinghopeacademy.com and this is really a time where i'm just sensing so much in my spirit that this message is going to go viral this message people want to be strong leaders people want to be leaders that others trust people want to be leaders who not only get great things done but build big people and treat people well and this book and this course will help you so if you are interested in that on amazon 40% off for two weeks these last basically two weeks in november or 50% off on the course yeah bless you in that hey thanks so much hey i want to do what i've been doing attaching great faith to small things that we do. We've been doing this in weeks past of taking five seconds for you to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries, Wendy and I, our family, our team. Would you do that with me right now? Just just mention us in prayer. Let's take five seconds. Amen, amen. Thanks so much. Hey, we love you praying blessings over you. One other thing, we're also going to be releasing in January a new book called Igniting Hope in 40 Days. I've done Igniting Faith in 40 Days. Igniting Hope will actually be available mid-December. And then in January, we're doing a 40-day, I've recorded 40 videos to go with that book. So we're going to make that available to people to purchase the videos $35 $35 to, to do that and to go through the book. It's some of my recent, most recent powerful content. And so if that's something, as you think about the new year and you might want to do that with another individual or group, it's going to be great. If you're not signed up for our newsletter at ignitinghope.com, you can sign up there and you'll receive information on that. Our annual negativity fast and positivity feast starting in February and everything else we're doing.